like uncool, a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. I'm Elizabeth, and I'm joined by my lovely friend and co-host, Mr. Alex Morand. Hi, Alex. Can't spell random without Morand. Ooh. Are you feeling extra random today, Alex? I'm feeling so random, like cornball enchiladas. I thought you were going with, like, the RAR XD, like, 2012 Tumblr. I'm so random. Okay, like, mustache tattooed on your finger? Got it. I'm so random. I'm a, I'm a weird little alien. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, that's, that, I guess that'd be my personality on a Bravo show. I would just be random. We are also joined by my lovely sister, Miss Julia Baker. I'm unbuttoning my blazers to bare my body. Is this a sexy Meredith Marks? This is line? a sexy Meredith Marks. Um, we saw her receiving her FaceTime call naked from Mary. But I guess if God already knows what you look like naked, you can just, you know, it doesn't matter if Mary sees. I do want to talk about Potomac and I'm very excited, but we're going to have to like designate a chunk of today's episode to Salt Lake City. Oh, because it was one of the best Housewife episodes of all time. Yeah, of course. Historic. And then next week we see that she's in the bath when she greets Mary to Veil? Veal? Veil? Veil. To veil, I like so veal better. Maybe veal. she's only getting naked for Mary. Do you think she needs to be baptized? She's trying to slither her way into heaven. You gotta, you gotta give her extra something special if you're trying to take sex. She's with in you. the outer realm right now. In the opening, where she does, after her tagline, she's in a bath. Is it her talking yeah. to Mary in that? Oh, I didn't notice that before. Wow, I will say that it's funny seeing Meredith in like. Like, during that FaceTime you're talking about, like, smiling, like, she's just so happy. And I'm like, why is she so happy? And I always have to remind myself that that's just the way her face (laughs) is all the time. It's such a funny, like, thing you have to remember about most of these I know, that woman has gotten so many vials of Botox in her upper lip. It doesn't move. I noticed that for the first time this episode, too, Alex. That's why Seth thinks that she thinks he's amazing. (laughs) Okay, my tagline (laughs) is for a Potomac housewife. You guys have to guess. My stories may be inconsistent, but my shade is constant. Oh, it's Mia. Yay. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, it's Mia. Messing Mia. Messing Mia. Who I love. Mia too. She has solidified her place in my heart. Okay, we got to get into it. Potomac. All right, well, episode one of the Potomac reunion had more in it in the first 30 minutes than all four episodes of the Beverly Hills reunion. You know that this is also four episodes, right? And I think it will actually deliver at least three and a half where I think Beverly Hills could have been a solid 0.5. I will have two words to say, and they could have spent the whole reunion on this. Darby's Barbie. She did look exceptionally gorgeous. But in the same way that like, I'm always like, why is Meredith smiling all the time? That's so, oh, right. Cause she, you know, has had a lot of Botox. I'm always like, oh, Ashley's so cool. Oh, right. She's married to Michael Darby. It's just like a thing you have to remind yourself. I think she really loves him, too. I know. She really loves him. She's in Jamaica without him, though, as we speak. He can't see the sun, that man. (laughs) (laughs) Darby's Barbie. All right. There's, like, a lot to talk about with this reunion. Like, I don't even... Because it covers, like... Everything. Aside from Robin, who said nothing this reunion, it covers almost, like, every big thing that happened. Almost. We're missing so far the Karen and Giselle stuff and Robin and her various things. But we had the Candace and Mia thing. So did you love how Karen gave her and Giselle a shout out? Nobody is better than me and Giselle. Yes. At like like shading, but also keeping it fun and light. And 
I think mm-hmm. that that's I'm actually very impressed that they're that self-aware. I always feel like housewives have no idea who they are in like the scope of things, but it is so true and I think all of the women are very over Candace's shenanigans. Mm-hmm. I think they like her as a person, but then when she like does her like Jekyll Hyde flip, it freaks them out. Ah, I really like Candace. I do too, and that's so sad. It's I like, love her I, too. I like her, and then she crosses the line where it's like, Candace, stop. She needs to take notes from Giselle and from Oladom. And from her boss, Andy, who is telling her to her face she needs to chill. Yes. Yeah. Okay, do you know what I thought of? <laughs> it hit me, and I couldn't believe I had to put this together before. Who do we know that was a fan favorite that crossed one line and then got fired for it? Hmm. Dorinda. Oh. Because we were talking about, oh, she'll have to do something physical, but they let Dorinda go because people were so grossed out by the Tinsley turkey baster comment, and I feel like Candace has done way worse than that. Way more. Candace does have a great Mm -hmm. vocabulary, which is why I think she gets away with so much. (laughs) She's fun. She's funny. I just wish that she didn't have that, like, edge to her, that darkness. Do you know who's trying to create a dark edge for herself and it's just not flying is Wendy. It telegraphs so hard that she's trying so hard. Like how mean she is about Mia's vaginal rejuvenation thing. Yeah. It's just like, you don't need to be going this hard on this. This is not your fight at all. You're just like trying to have some sort of edge. She's also not reading the zeitgeist with how hard she's being on Mia's history. When Mia's been very Mm -hmm. open with, you know, working in the North Carolina establishment. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, and that's the thing is all these women go and read the Reddit pages we read. Mia is pretty Mm -hmm. well liked. People appreciate her Mm -hmm. and how she's so honest. And calling Mia a slut for being a non-stripper stripper, that's not like a cute look. She actually said to Mia, are you talking? Shut up. And Wendy was not liked her first season. I feel like Mia was way better received by audiences. And Alex, um, you made a really good point about the whole vaginal rejuvenation thing. And as Mia's explaining it, she's like, oh, but your your favorite position's missionary. How does that, like, how does that even work? Like, what are you talking about? You want her to go into graphic detail? Maybe she just was self-conscious mm-hmm. and decided to fix something about herself that she didn't like. Wendy, who got two major body perks, totally revamped this season. Yeah, it seems mm-hmm. pot-calling yeah. kettle. Yes. And her stuff against Giselle. Whew. Wendy's comments against Giselle and that um, correspondent that she may or may not have been dating and how he dropped her because he likes women of integrity. Oh, that did not yes. come off how she thought it was going to come off. No, everyone cringed. They all cringed. You could see them physically, like, squirm in their seats over how, like, just... There's, like, a type of cold comment that is made where you go, like, who respect to, like, how, like, oh, that was, like, dirty. Mm-hmm. Or there's, like, the comment that, like, Wendy's making that's, like, ugh. Do you know who <laughs> can make know. the, ooh, that's dirty, that was smart and shady? Every single one of the women up there besides Wendy. Mm-hmm. She can't do mm-hmm. it. Giselle, though I feel like we already knew everything she gave us, we knew that she created that wall to protect herself emotionally. Like, duh. Duh. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that all the women have figured this out now. And I thought Giselle had yeah. like, an amazing reunion episode. I did too. And I kind of was like, okay, Andy, I have not been a Team Giselle, Team Robin. They have stolen my hearts this season. Mm-hmm. And I think it was I the Karen them. makeup. I love them too. 
did you cry when you got divorced? Duh. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, Andy, Kate, let's move on. We got bigger fish to fry. I love the dichotomy of Giselle being the person that's bringing up everyone else's shit, but will never tell you what's going on with her. Mm-hmm. I just love I that about hilarious. her. hilarious. Yes. Yeah. I don't want that to change. <laughs> Wendy's not cute about it. I don't know. I don't know why Wendy isn't good. I can't put my finger on why Wendy isn't working. And we know that she's going to go home and she's going to study. Mm-hmm. That's why, Elizabeth, because she studied. She studied last season and all the other women and how they behaved. Mm-hmm. And that is what we're getting this season. Is oh, the result so it's just of her not studying. authentic. That's why it feels so clunky and awkward because it's a bad line reading. And she's feeling extra great about herself because someone sat her right next to Andy. Yeah, who the fuck did that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. When she came on and they said, you're sitting right here, I said, no, she's not. Like, what? How dare she? My favorite moment this reunion was when we were talking about Chris the Husbander. And Mia points out that doing work for love might be akin to a prostitution. And then Candace says, you would know. I only talk about what I know, is what Mia responds. Like, Mia is amazing. Chef's kiss. Mia, Ashley, and mm-hmm. Candace are like the new generation. Oh, yeah. This Potomac is just is so great. And I'm excited for all three of the final episodes. Me too. And like we've talked about before, that Candace tries to do her Candace stuff to Mia, and Mia does not bite even a little bit. I think that's what makes it so fun. And unlike New York, where there was a generational divide, mm-hmm. our youngins and our yeah, there's no aunties, no like blend, aunties and yeah. nieces. Yeah, they, they do blend, blend very well. Yeah, I like never even think about the age difference between these women. Mm-hmm. It never until factors Giselle into points the it out, point. even though her and Karen are like six years <laughs> apart. <laughs> I know. Um, can I just do one more Wendy bash, and then I can be done? They brought up the Ratatata Candace, which mm. we, of course, call Townhouse Candace. It's just a different phrase to get to the same point of Candace. Messy and Candace, Wendy yeah. was mm-hmm. too delighted that one of her sayings got a callback. She repeated it like 800 <laughs> times. I just can't. I can't, Wendy. I'm sorry. When they, they replay videos of the season, Wendy like laughs at all her lines. It's like, come on. <sighs> chill oh, out. Too much. All right. Well, I'm giving this episode an A+. Plus. Yes. Thank you, ladies yep, of Potomac. I loved it. All right. Salt Lake City. Okay. I need to start us off where we are going to end the episode, which is Jen and Stuart. Were Jen you- and Stu. <laughs> and Stu and Jen. <laughs> LaFou Stu. Were you guys aware that Stuart was straight? Yeah, he's married. I didn't know that until this week, which makes their relationship so much weirder. Do you think they're fucking? <laughs> Everybody online is saying this is at least a, an emotional affair, which like, yeah. <laughs> or it maybe is a okay. physical one. And also Stuart's wife allegedly did not know that he was Jen Shaw's assistant until it aired. Oh my gosh. No. Well, I think what this is, is I think (laughs) Jen has manipulated Stuart. I think Jen has groomed Stuart. It's the way that she's talking to him. She's always like, you're my everything. You're my love. She said he had intangible qualities you can't teach people. 
Yeah, she definitely, mm-hmm. like, butters him up. But, I mean, Heather has said so much about Jen that she gets drunk on her her friendship juice. I think she hypes you up. So then when she does go crazy, you're more likely to come back. And, I mean, that's what a lot of really volatile people do is they got to have you cling on to the good stuff. Because if there wasn't good stuff, you would never return. Before she forces you onto the faulty ice that you might fall through. And makes you <laughs> crawl and laughs at you. She did say something on her me and Stu get together, which was she's worked really hard and sacrificed so much of her time. And because of that, her employees are able to eat. Which is like one, Jen, your employees would be able to get other jobs if it weren't for you. Two, is this how you're justifying? Like, is she becoming like the Robin Hood of society? Is (laughs) she like stealing (laughs) from the elders to give Mm -hmm. to families who work for her? The youth. Uh I steal from the old and give to the young. (laughs) Okay, I think we need to move on to, besides our charest at the end of the episode... My favorite mm-hmm. part of the episode, which was um, the merry clusterfuck that was whatever. What was the theme? Italiano Italy. class. How could you not? Italian streetwear. I have to point one thing out before we really get into it. Is there's so much emphasis placed on like, oh, like I couldn't think of like an Italian version of my name. And like Mary's like mad at like specific people for not having like Italian versions of their name. Mary has the only apron that has an Italian version of a name on it. Everyone else's is not Italian. Some of their names just don't translate. And Heather. unless yeah, Heather's Eri- Erica, Erica for Heather cracked me up because besides Maria and Erica, those are the only Italian. That's it. Those are the only there. alternations. Everyone else yeah. had an apron with like their actual name. And Jennifer. Unless, <laughs> and unless you were having an Italian like say the name, Erica just says. Erica, Erica, which I hate to say it, but do I sound <laughs> Italian when I say Erica? So anytime Heather, mm. who had like an amazing showing, I loved it when, when Erica was like, Whitney, we just got to leave. There's no getting through to Mary. Mm-hmm. And like, she's this voice of reason. So sound. And there she is with the wrong name printed on her apron and hat. It's, it's just like, I couldn't stop laughing. There are so many insane things that happened. Um, Number one, those invites with stock photos on them couldn't have been funnier. Uh, Like, it's like the shopping tag on a Halloween costume is what it looked like. Yes, it totally was. I was so disappointed Whitney didn't fall for the bit or just play up for the bit. It seemed unfair so that was we didn't Mary. Get to see her. So was very upset. Also, I love how angry Mary got that Whitney didn't answer her FaceTime. Like, can you imagine being God and you can't get a bitch with bad bangs to like, yeah, like pick up the phone? Those texts that she sent her are insane. And Whitney still like considers them friends. And this is when I would like to take a moment to congratulate past Elizabeth, who said during the reunion that I could not wait for Whitney and Heather, who defended Mary, to eat their words because they were going to have to actually hang out with her. And guess what? Here we are. And it turns out Mm -hmm. Meredith, who was dubbed the Mary Whisperer by Lisa, can actually talk to Mary. And I think that she genuinely likes Mary. I do too. And now we get why she's married to Seth. Anyway, this whole thing is coming together for us really nicely. It was great. Mm -hmm. It was so wonderful. The fact that 
Jin Shaw getting arrested on camera wasn't like the main highlight that there were other beautiful gems within this episode Mm -hmm. that's how you know that's how you know I have to touch on the most boring scene of this episode and that was Heather meeting with her niece who is now not a Mormon as well oh my god I hated the scene I hated the scene but yeah something we got from it which I truly appreciated was Heather talking about how she felt morally superior and about how she had to wear a special dress at her sister-in-law's wedding. Yeah. And you just saw why she took so much offense for Lisa calling her a good time girl in college because she was the opposite of a good time. She was a huge bummer. much of her life. And like, you know that the fun Heather is in there. So I just feel so bad for the old Heather who had to repress that beautiful Heather. And I'm so thrilled that we get to see new the, Heather. the new Heather. New and improved. The one who's raising a glass of champagne. And I, I love like ex-Mormon TikTok and stuff like that. Or like videos where people who leave the Mormon church talk about like absolutely insane things that go on. Like every religion kind of has like questionable component to it. But I didn't really need that here. Like, either spill the beans or don't. Yeah. It feels weird to have this sort of, like, self-congratulatory we escape the church thing on this show about people, some who are, like, still kind of connected to the church. It did, it felt, like, odd to me. Um, happy for all them, but it's weird, like, that they have, like, the inspirational music playing during the scene, too. It's like... It wasn't until um, Heather broke down the layers of heaven that I was like, oh, Lisa still considered, like, more of a Mormon even though she drinks and doesn't do a lot of this stuff. She's just terrestrial. Yeah, terrestrial. But, like, Heather is the worst of the worst. Outer darkness. Which sounds, like, super lit. It sounds really cool. (laughs) But to bridge this to the Jen Shaw arrest, you know, there's that thing where, like, oh, the person who didn't drink in high school is going to drink a lot in college. Mm -hmm. Heather didn't really get into all this stuff until late in her life, and the person that she had as her sort of guide with all this is Jen Shaw. It's great that Jen Shaw's going through this, like, now, so that Heather's not further corrupted by her or further, like, you know, tied to the idea of wanting to be Jen's friend and, like, be part of, like, a mean girl clique. But I'm afraid that Heather's going to stand up for Jen for the rest of the season. What's your read on it? What's your prediction? Do you think Heather's going to be Team Jen or, like, like a Kyle this season of Beverly Hills, where she's, like, cool with Jen to her face but is questioning it? I think she'll be a Kyle. There is a difference, though, with this, if we're comparing it to Beverly Hills, and that is Beverly Hills, those ladies were completely shocked by the divorce and completely shocked by the accusations. No one had gotten wind of any of it. Whereas we sat on Mm -hmm. that bus with those ladies, Mm -hmm. and the FBI is swarming around. Homeland Security, please. Not one of them looks shocked. Shaw shocked. They were not. Every and not not one of them was like, "What is this about?" Like, if I were there, I'd be like, "Oh my god, what is this about?" Not one of them asked what it was about. No, they're here for Jen, and everybody's like, mm, "Yeah, mm. yeah." Like everyone else, mm-hmm. including Lisa, who is texting away madly in a weirdly suspicious way. But mm-hmm. Lisa does get mm-hmm. a thousand points for her uh, Aaron Brockovich ir- irony moment. When Heather says, should I call Jen? And Lisa says, no, I don't think you should. 
Yeah, well, that's also so stupid of Heather to be like, should I call her? They're after. Yeah, like, no, they're, the, the federal government is outside. <laughs> but at this point, they don't know what it's about, and they don't know it involves Stu. They, Heather went outside to get the hot goss. Good for Heather, thank you. But they all took it pretty well. Who didn't take it well was Jenny, but for the reason of she finally gets to go on a girl's trip. She finally gets to mm-hmm. deviate from her plot line this season, and now this shit happens. <laughs> I love how she's like, we should just go <laughs> when she leaves. I know, I love that Jenny was trying to go. Uh, one final thought, and then we can move on over to Vanderpump. The girls kept saying that they were scared of the police officers. No offense to, like, Homeland Security, but I have never been scared of a police officer wearing bootcut jeans before. So, But I think this goes back into the Mormonism, where Mormons are notoriously... Out of fashion? Uh, no, afraid of cops. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sure. Uh, Sorry, Utah. This was a historic episode. I mean, yes. this is going to be the one everyone talks about, like, forever in Bravo, so in the Bravo universe. So, so good. It was exciting to watch. All right. Vanderpump. The main part of Vanderpump for me this week was the Raquel-Lisa-Nose debate. Mm-hmm. And how Raquel told Lisa this story was quite a roller coaster for me. She kept saying it sounds so bad and how Raquel was actually saying it. I was like, holy shit, this is what we thought it was. But then Lisa asked, has anyone ever hit you before? And Raquel being so shocked seemed very genuine. So I'm really confused. It feels like there's more to the story. And also James being so weird about everything makes me feel even more suspicious. Well, also this very episode, he yelled at his fiance, oh my God, you are so stupid. Yeah, yelling you're so stupid until she cries and also saying that he can't marry her if... At this point, we don't know if he was the one who fucked her nose up. If your nose is ugly, I can't be with you. You know, she probably got that nose job because Mm -hmm. she was insecure in the first place. Mm -hmm. It is, like, really bad, the fact that they're going to have to take a piece of her rib, which I thought was crazy, and put it in her face. Mm -hmm. But did you love seeing Paul... The head doctor on Botched. I knew I recognized him. He's also the ex-husband of Adrian, who is a OG in Beverly Hills. So okay. we, we know Paul. I have We've definitely been, seen him before. He dressed up and hid in a tree. We've seen him around. I'm really happy we got to see his like surgical photos of Raquel's nose because it wasn't until we got the like up the nostril shot. That thing is, like, collapsing. I know. Well, that's what he was saying. Mm-hmm. It made me never want to get a nose job. And James let off the hook. Yes. James yes. cackled like a mad villain when he was let off the hook. <laughs> I will say, when in terms of, like, the roller coaster of Raquel um, describing the, um, the reason for the nose being, like, dislodged, it was, and I'm not saying this, like, make fun of her, but, like, her response when Tulisa saying, did he hit you, was, hit me? like physically like a punch it confuses me because it's like is she just like overacting to cover up for an actual hit or is that her being genuinely surprised at the question i thought i had a good read on raquel until this episode honestly yeah she's been implying for the last two episodes that he hit her yeah Yeah. by saying i'm worried that people are going to think Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I kind of think it mostly because you keep saying it. Yes. And I wonder if the whole mm-hmm. talk about Brock's past is what is making this kind of come up more. Because it sounds like this happened a while ago. Mm-hmm. Also that it happened in front mm-hmm. of James's family and then James went off on his mom. 
Like they, yeah, the whole story. We all agree yeah. we don't know what really happened, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I have to say a culinary party where you try everyone's food is actually a potluck. Julia, can you please read my last <laughs> note? I literally um, wrote the exact same thing. It's a potluck. You don't call it a tasting party? <laughs> and watching Charlie put food in her mouth and then waiting for her reaction when I don't have any connection towards her was just a waste of my time. I mean, hooray, hooray, she's yeah. getting over her trauma, but Julia and I were raised by our father who drilled into our heads, no one cares what you think and saying anything about food that isn't positive is really rude. So I didn't like this whole mm-hmm. applauding her for not eating dino nuggets for the first time. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's cute. You're not nine. Like, yeah, if you have to go to like a food therapist to get over that. Yeah. But like, I don't want to hear that you think something tastes gross or something's bad. Mm-hmm. Also, if you eat mussels, you can kind of eat what anything. Yeah, exactly. But not Sheena's enchiladas. Yeah. And then to be like, Sheena's enchiladas. Poor Sheena. She's got enough going on this season. <laughs> <laughs> Give her her enchiladas. Do you think she actually hooked up with Jesse Metcalf and Sean Mayer? <laughs> I forgot yeah, that too. <laughs> I do actually. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. It's just like very coincidental that he happened to be on the show last week. Uh, Sheena also got done dirty when we got our Vanderpump flashback of her singing on the bar, not auto-tuned at all. That was pretty mm-hmm. rough. Yeah. I'm Because I have seen Sheena, you know, at like, other things when they definitely have her lip syncing that is not the cutaway we got nope they like to make sheena a laughing stock it makes me very sad sometimes especially with like all the stuff going on this season i really really hope that tom and tom can get their shit together it sounds like they might meet katie and that's all i gotta say about that Anybody who says they're more interesting or they come up with good ideas while on shrooms are the most boring people I've ever met in my whole life. So I am very worried about our Schwartz and Sandys. They'll be fine. I mean, just by the benefit of Schwartz getting away with everything, they're going to get this thing made. Okay. That's why Sandoval's partnered with him. I think Sandoval maybe recognizes that quality in Schwartz and knows no matter what they do, they're not going to fail because i can't that. believe it i'm gonna say it out loud i really like schwartz a lot i think he's a ding dong but no. i like him so no. much more than oh, i like no. sandoval sandoval's the no. fucking worst well, that's somebody Elizabeth, alex and i it's, have opposite read it took me about six seasons to really be anti schwartz because i was like you once elizabeth but it, it got to a point where you just like kind of see him for what he is a little weasel hey julia and once you take off the rose colored glasses elizabeth they can't be put back on. But I didn't like him. I liked Sandoval when I watched like seasons one through three. Did not like Katie. Didn't like Schwartz. Liked Sandoval. And now I'm totally flipped. I'm loving Katie. Mm-hmm. And some might say that's the beauty of this show. Your allegiances are shifting all the time. And I used to really like Sheena Shea. And now she's starting to bug me. Come on, Sheena. Mm-hmm. Stand up for yourself. Okay. Uh, Winter House winter house um i don't know why i've been giving it that fun like maybe swedish accent (laughs) winter house winter house so my number one question is is it the editing or is it now that we have our knowledge that we have that andrea seems slimy i've always thought this yeah, Alex, Alex doesn't think he's Italian. Maybe he's Italian like Mary's Italian. Italiano! He says, what's up? At one point this episode. And I was like, this should be the nail in the coffin. Why do they all see in this guy? 
I appreciated that Lindsay told Paige that he was saying that he didn't have a future, but like Amanda was going to do it. She just wasn't going to do it right when she came back from her date, which is honestly probably when I was. I was crawling out of my skin when Lindsay was doing that. And then Amanda's like sobbing and hiding. I know. My poor little Amanda. Mm -hmm. But you gotta love Paige because Paige is strong and she doesn't shoot the messenger. She Mm -hmm. doesn't get mad at Amanda for not telling her right away. She just gets disappointed and like needs to be by herself. And I really, really appreciate that for Paige. And I also appreciate that Lindsay's like, ugh, I gotta get away from Austin. Like, uh-huh. And she's gotta fuck Jason immediately. Yeah! Well, we were hoping that for her. But I feel like a lot of time in these kind of shows, mm-hmm. like this format, like Vanderpump especially, the women kind of degrade themselves to chasing after things or getting mad at the wrong person mm-hmm. and not the summer house slash winter mm-hmm. house girls those ladies are strong which they I really also appreciate. they also all stick together in a really nice way mm-hmm. whereas like after all of the housewife that we watch it's refreshing to see women get along yes and that's why hannah's no longer a part of summer house because mm-hmm. she couldn't get along yeah and know what's not so, a girl's girl know what's so funny is i thought about that too alex and i thought yay team Lindsay. and then i thought we had the exact same plot on summer house last season with the Lindsay character being hannah and in both situations sierra quote unquote won Except for last time with Luke, Sierra said, ew, never mind, too much mess, and Hannah got booted off. But Lindsay's still here, and we're still liking Lindsay. So I just thought it was a very interesting, like, the literally the exact same situation, almost involving the same people, and mm-hmm. just different outcome. And we still love Sierra, yes. somehow, in both scenarios. I'm liking her less now that she's so in love with Austin. Ugh. I know her crying over wanting to be open and vulnerable with him. I was like, you don't, do you not realize what you're doing? No, I know. (laughs) And now Madison's going to text him? Madison! (laughs) I picture like every one of his texts to her is prefaced with like all caps, Madison, with like three O's before he says anything to her. (laughs) Julia, you get a shout out because during the high school themed party, Everybody dressed up as high school stereotypes, except for Lindsay, who dressed like an adult character. <laughs> she's so funny. <laughs> so maybe that's why they like keep mentioning that she's older, even though she's only like five years older than them. <laughs> Lindsay, no. Who's really thriving in the winter house, not so much relationship-wise. Luke. Luke. This was my favorite oh Luke episode of all time. Um, he congratulates himself on making a hockey shot while playing hockey with himself. Nice shot, bud. <laughs> he unloads groceries barefoot in the snow. And then he tries to get the men to come out and help him complete his igloo. And when he's told... Craig, that he might have to work really hard on this loot. Watching Craig's face about the words work hard <gasps> was just like, ah, oh, so delightful. Anyway, Winter Luke, House is making me love Craig, by the way. I did not, I didn't understand during Craig. Southern Charm. The did Craig. you see him and Paige's relationship foreshadowed in his yes. testimonial? I love yeah, that I love so much. So mm-hmm. sweet. Also, another great Luke moment. A week after him complaining about everyone having half empty bottles of water we see him choke on his water this episode and spit it all out 
Um, I'm super excited about Jason and Lindsay. Couldn't even handle myself. Grinning from ear to ear. Clapping by myself in my room. I know they're both kind of sloppy. I really like it. I want them to get together for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I got to give 10 points to Julia, who is very quickly moving up my list from me not really remembering her in the first episode, not leaving an impression, to her being like, put her on Summer House, put her on anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. a good time. I ain't buying any of the shit Gabby's saying about her. No, no. I'm not either. I'm buying no. it. Gabby is giving me nothing. Also, mm-hmm. um, Luke doesn't want to be with Gabby because he wants to have fun. And Gabby has like serial killer sticky note mantras all over her room. Hilarious. Yep. And Julia mm-hmm. saying, I will not go upstairs with you because I don't want to give the wrong impression and just laying it all down. Mm-hmm. That's what I was like. Oop, Julia, guess what? Mwah. Chef's kiss. I love it. Another great point for Luke. Just blatantly going after the girl with a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. He's such a ding dong. Okay, will Julia's relationship last this season? I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Why not? I think so, because we only have like 10 more days. And then who will break up with who? Yeah. Natalie or Craig? Who's going to do the breaking up? Oh, it'll be Craig. Oh, do you think so? I feel like Craig's always the dumpy but maybe. They're making it seem like Natalie's not into it because she's not answering his calls. Yeah, but yeah. the service sucks. I don't know. I'm hoping it's Craig because mm. he did say that page comment, which you wouldn't say if you were 100% into your girlfriend no. at the time. Yeah, I would love if he left his girlfriend for Paige. But given Craig's history, I feel like he might be the one that like gets let go. We'll see. I love Craig. <laughs> I would love a sad Craig crying into Paige's arms, though. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay. Um, is it time for awards? Yes. Yes. All right. Awards. Uh, I'm going to start us off. My award this week is the Ashton Kutcher Punked Award, which goes to Whitney from Salt Lake City for asking, is this a prank? Like, a bit too many times? <laughs> And for a bit too long. Like, at one point, it had clearly been, like, 30 minutes. Like, Whitney, no, this is not a prank. So, congratulations, Whitney, for just not catching on. Is it because she's so, like, aware of pranks after refusing to be pranked by Mary that she's like, "Mm -mm." (laughs) mm-mm? Maybe, and Mary wasn't there. She was ready for those Homeland Security officers to, like, scooby-doo themselves and take off a mask. Surprise, it's been Mary all along. Well, speaking of, my Kenya taking a private jet to the destination while the rest of the cast takes a bus award Mm -hmm. goes to Mary for this episode. For doing literally that. Yes. Yep. (laughs) And who's paying for this private jet, we ask? The congregation. (laughs) Julia, your award. My award is the Baby Shower Bunny Return Award. As we remember, Lisa gave Kim a bunny for her daughter, and it got returned to her at a reunion. This award goes to tons of necklaces with a beautiful (laughs) snowflake on it. And these gifts may be returned. They certainly can't be accepted. And I also don't even think they'll ever be given. So congratulations, Snowflake Necklaces. We spent so much time picking you out, and I feel like this is going to be a sad bunny situation. Oh, no. Mm. Um, by the way, speaking of con artists and crime in the world of Bravo, the Pretty Mess Instagram this week, Erica Jane's mm-hmm. Instagram, posted a picture of her like singing at a concert, implying that she was going 
Becca Tour. Oh, no. So, no, thank you. Oh, Who would go to that? I don't know. Oh, I would. Would we maybe. go? No. Okay. I think we would maybe go. We would go, we would go see Countess and Friends. Maybe? I would see Countess and Friends. Can we just do both of them so we can see both of them? I think if it a, was, I think that's a BravoCon ticket, Julia. Oh, okay. Well, they keep canceling it, so we can't go. I know. We could go to Schwartz and Sandy's. There, there we, we go. go. We could actually do that. <laughs> yeah, we could actually do it. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you, Elizabeth. Anytime. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at Like Uncool Podcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.